Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Hour podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. James Washington Jr. Okay. Who's he? Me, Kevin. All right. It's my alias. Is James Washington James Jr.? James Washington Jr. That sounds really a, that's a very alias. esteemed name. James Washington Jr., yeah, no, founder it, of the first black school in Fresno, California. It's giving very presidential vibes. Yes, that's because that Grover Washington. Yeah, it's giving. And James is a very, what's I think James is one of the most common presidential names, right? I think so. Right? What's the most? There's James uh, Cleveland. There's James Earl Jones. Okay, the James most common. Uh, James. James. The most common first name of U.S. presidents is James. That's what I thought. How many presidents? I don't know. Let's see. Six. Oh, Jimmy Carter is James. Who, who is it? Cleveland. Hold on. By okay, allow. Oh, it doesn't tell me who though. Middle names. Nobody cares about middle names. That's dumb. Uh, James with six, John with five, and then William with four. How many with Barack? You. I think there's like seven, for sure. For who sure. are the names? Now I need to know this list. Who are the James? Who are the James? Um. What was I about to say? James Cleveland. Okay. James Madison, James Monroe, James Polk, James Buchanan, James Garfield, and James Jimmy Carter. Boom. I don't think I knew James Buchanan. I didn't. James Madison, sure. I heard of. Monroe, no. Polk, for sure. I also don't really care about the U.S. presidents. I know the ones that everybody knows, but I don't know all of them. And also, yeah, I don't care. It's a random. F- I never know random facts. So the fact that I knew that is. I'm going to tell you how many presidents a- I know. George Washington. Okay. Thomas Jefferson. Uh-huh. Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Barack. Bill. Wait, you missed. You I know, I'm just going. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you got to do the the uh, Clinton. Daddy Bush, baby Bush. Uh huh. You said Trump. Clinton? Yeah, I said Bill. Trump, Biden. That's what nine. Uh huh. Teddy Roosevelt. Reagan. I said Reagan. Got dog. Uh, Jimmy Carter. Eisenhower. Eisen. Linda B. Johnson. Nixon. Uh huh. Nixon. That's what thirteen. I said yep, JFK. Jeff. You did. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. But if I heard the other people, I would know. I'd be like, oh, yeah, they were president, Yeah, I too. would know that for 13. sure. Oh, FDR, did you say? Oh, you yeah, said FDR. Roosevelt. Yep. yep. I can only think of people who were part of war, history, or scandal. Lyndon B. Johnson was in Forrest Gump, Vietnam War. Okay. FDR's New Deal. Madison? I didn't say James Madison. We just knew James Madison. I wouldn't have said that if I oh, didn't Oh, I wouldn't have either. That. You said Lincoln? Yep. Nope. It's John the Adams, Adams administration. John Adams, but uh-huh. I wouldn't have thought about that. I should have thought of people I heard from Sam. Yes. I mean, I, I heard from Hamilton. Yeah, for sure. But I, I probably wouldn't have thought of him because I didn't think about Hamilton. Oh, you didn't even say Trump. I said Trump. You didn't say Trump. God, no. I, went, I jumped to the people that were recent. And they said FDR is not president. There are oh, two Roosevelt's. Right. I didn't. I said Teddy. Mm. FDR is. Franklin. Wait, which one is the. Franklin D. Roosevelt. He had polio. Is he the New Deal? One did have. Uh, I don't know who's the new deal. It is a it. Is, who's the new deal? I think it's FDR. No, no Hamilton was saying no. In Hamilton, they were talking about yeah. presidents. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton couldn't have a be president because no. of the Reynolds administration. Right, because right. So it was the new deal. So what did Teddy Roosevelt do? Teddy, it's just Teddy Roosevelt. So FDR had polio. One FDR of them had did polio. have polio. FDR did what? Did, what did Teddy do? He was riding the horse. Joe. I will. He's known because his name is Teddy, and that's a cool <laughs> name. Um, That was the most random thing. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do first is love in action, and that is where we share experiences together. Oh, my hand hurts so bad. And today we are having Lester's Fixins Ranch Dressing Flavored Soda. Someone <laughs> in my book club decided to do this she took a picture and said melissa girl you can add it this is disgusting and it just made me laugh um so this is ranch flavored dressing we are all oh this is mine all right it smells because i love to do this it smells like stale it smells like a stale basement plus old blue cheese but not like good Quality, but like just yeah, this stinks. Bad. 
And the, a little bit it of throw stinks up. in a not like gaggy way, in a very stale way. It's a little stinks. bit of throw up. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, it left a film. Now that's going to make me throw up. Why would it leave a film here? Like a residue. How many more sodas do we have? I think this is the last, last soda. All right, let's do this. Okay, ready? Cheers. One, two. Oh, you drink the whole thing. Why would you drink the whole thing? Let me taste it. It doesn't taste bad at first. Yes, it does. It got worse as it went down. Oh, the aftertaste is terrible. It's the aftertaste. When it first oh. enters, it's sweet. Ugh. I don't like it. I don't like this one. I've made it work for all the other ones. I'm crying. I can't do it. Oh, that burp was the worst burp ever. Okay, wait. Let me do it again. Okay, it got worse. It's the smell the second time. It does have a very old basement smell like your grandma's old basement with a whole bunch of mothballs and crap in there it's, it's very basement mothball stale no movement in the room the it does have a stench to the taste <sighs> it tastes as if i were to like to have the idea of what dirty laundry would taste like yes yeah. shout to kelly roller correct this is gross. It's not as fizzy, so I don't think I'm going to get heartburn, though. This is gross. Are you going to throw up? No, I need a burp. Oh, that's worse because it feels caught. Well, you, you did. Why would you drink the whole shot? <laughs> Kevin, why it sound like someone was in your throat trying to get out? <laughs> Drink some drink. That's terrible, man. Oh, that's off. That's got awful. I would throw up. That's got awful. That's really bad. That is god awful. There's so many. There's like 50 of them. Really? Yes. Oh, I need to get more. No, don't, don't. Let's do eating stuff. The next one is like fruity pebbled flavored popcorn or something. Uh, Oh. No. Yeah, we're all, we're okay for today. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, what are the normal hours? They just sent an email about it. They missed last night. Oh, so right okay. Okay, so that was absolutely disgusting. That was absolutely the worst. If you find yourself in a cycle of doing the same thing over and over and over again because you need discipline and to be better, maybe you should try Noom. <laughs> <sighs> You burped? Yeah. <laughs> I guarded my nose. I told I you. So it stay outside of this I told you, man. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Noom. Okay. Listen. We all face pressures to pace ourselves and change ourselves to fit other people's expectations and how freeing it can be to find things that work for you instead. Not everyone wants to be on a strict diet, doing two days at the gym or drink questionable teas or sodas. Instead of trying to cram your life into someone else's idea of health, try Noom. Noom uses a psychology-based approach to find a healthier balance that's moldable to your life. And as a result, more sustainable. Listen, a lot of times when people want to lose weight, they go 60 days, no carbs, no sodas, no sugars, no alcohol, no wine. Listen, Melissa and I go on date nights once a week. And I need those nights to dabble in the, a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of the carbohydrates, a little bit of the dessert. We went to a restaurant last week. It was basically wine and cheese, fromage. 
Uh, we had great desserts and all that type of stuff. But guess what? The next day I was right back on track. And usually I eat bad one time and then I'm just like, I'm bad. Nobody loves me. I, I, might, as well have cor- I might as well have uh, Oreos for breakfast. But Numa's like, hey, man, snap out of it. Get your head back in the game. And that's what I look like. I don't have to be the rock, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I could be Kevin, the Rocky road Fredericks, which means every once in a while I have a little bit of Rocky road, but then I get back on track. Listen, 75% of numerous finish the program and more than 6% of users engage with the program to keep the weight off for a year or more with noom taking care of your whole health is empowering instead of stress inducing, no need to fear ruining the whole program with one off day. Noom will help you get back on track. All you need is a daily 10 minute check-in, no grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Start building better habits for a healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash love hour. <laughs> Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash love hour. <clears throat> Once again, noom, noom.com slash love hour. And now back to the show. Melissa got the giggles. Why? Why y'all started dying? <laughs> that was worse. That was really bad. I want you to stop doing that. I really want oh, you to stop doing man. that, though. You keep thinking you're laughing. I have tears laughing. in my eyes, and I feel like I did a noon workout the way I've been laughing this hard. This was hysterical to me. Why can't we taste good things? Oh, because who wants to do that? Why can't we taste new things Do you that realize are the people in the audience will forever have this memory with us? They don't want, they're not going to go, the memory's great. They're not going to go and get it themselves. No, they will be like, yo, I wash these fools, drink this disgusting drink. Burp and almost die. Why would they want to? <laughs> Nobody wants to do that, Melissa. Oh my god! Do y'all be watching this and then be like, "Let me go get disgusting soda and drink oh, it." Oh my goodness, that was funny to me. That was funny. Okay, here we go. See, they said we don't need the memory. Oh, big black. That wasn't <laughs> what you supposed to say. <laughs> We don't need it. You're like, see how they want to be a part. Oh, that is hilarious. Okay, so let's go to this week in the Fredericks. So this is what happened this week was Halloween. (laughs) And Kevin and I were invited to our very first, a couple things for Halloween. The first thing before we get to that, this was the very first Halloween that Kevin and I gave out treats or like candy for kids at our house. Yes. We were excited den a mug what happened was the boys were getting dressed they want to go out with their little friends or whatever so i was like okay fine uh isaiah went and walked around the neighborhood of course they don't want us going because we're lame parents and so him and his little friend two of his friends went we are lame yeah and then joey went with one of his soccer friends and so we're at the house and my sister was over my dad was over with his wife and like danny came over and so we're sitting down and i'm I actually, I didn't even realize it till the door. Someone knocked at the door that it was like trick or treating time, and like obviously we should have candy. We didn't have any. Oh, not only no, don't 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 just <laughs> act like what you didn't. This is her, Josh, Kevin. <laughs> we have nothing to give the kids, so she runs into the pantry. <laughs> it's two, three kids max. Grabs six packs of gushers, a bag of popcorn, some loose bread. I was like, girl, you can't give these kids loose bread. She didn't give them loose bread. But she gave the first kids, I mean, a huge uh, popcorn, like a kettle corn. Yes. Like a a pound. Yes. We were like, let's put the popcorn down. So the first kids just got. I felt ill prepared. I felt ill prepared. They were knocking. We didn't have anything. So I'm like swarming around the house like, we don't have anything. So I gave them like some random stuff. Then the the extraness switches from me and goes to Kevin. Mm. Kevin goes to the grocery store and buys full size candies. Everybody for the kids. Listen, every kid knows the house that gives out full size bars. Now this is our first year, so our our reputation isn't there yet. But next day you're gonna be like, yo, that house, that house is full size row. Full size Kit Kats, Snickers. All the full-size candies. This is the thing, though. Our block was whack. It was. Down the street, this guy rented a doggone hibachi truck. Who does that? A whole hibachi truck. You had to pay for it. You but did. But still dope. And uh, then. The other block 
cul-de-sacs have it better they do than streets than regular streets cul-de-sac row which always wins halloween yes. that's our goal next year to defeat them they had bouncy houses bouncy people just music. came down they had yeah they won so next year i'm gonna decorate the house we have to we absolutely have Monty's to. Monty's gonna have a costume on. We put a costume on him, but he for did three us. minutes. So then, <laughs> so Kev goes and gets the candy. He comes back. No one's knocking on the door. Like these people knocked on the door, and then like thirty minutes pass. Nobody's knocking on the door. So I take our little Alexa speaker and stick it outside on the porch, and I'm like, Alexa, play Halloween music. <laughs> So she's playing the Halloween music. No one's coming. So my sister comes back with McKinley and me and McKinley are literally on the porch yelling at the kids. We have candy. We have candy. Freaking weirdos. We have candy. We're creepers right now. We have candy. So finally the kids come. McKinley's all in, mind you. Like there's nothing better than kids going trick-or-treating and then kids giving out like the candy. Yeah. So we're standing. We have a bucket full of candy. And McKinley is giving out handfuls of candy to these kids. And we are just over the moon thrilled. You hear me? Also, I bought way too much candy. Way too much. We only gave out maybe one third of. If that. If that. Like, honestly, I need to either bring it here or take it to the office. So me take and it to the office. It'll, me, it will never get eaten here. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I should. Okay. So me and Kenny are giving out the candy. We're having a blast, by the way. Like, we, all the kids were coming. Like, me and McKinley are outside. I lifted the garage so people knew that, like, you can come to this house. We're not weirdos. And so and they the come. Same time you're saying, we have candy. No, literally. Me and McKinley are standing on the porch yelling at kids that are going to, like, the cool houses that are all decorated. We have candy. Like, literally, me and McKinley. We have candy. Hi. We have candy. So they come. So fast forward through the night, and we had a craziness. And then we go to our first Halloween party. Well, what do you mean by first? Because we had a company Halloween party. We did, but it was our first where we were, like, invited to, like, an actual Halloween party. Yes. Yeah, we've never been invited to a Halloween party before. We've never been invited. We always go to Hallelujah Night, Harvest Night. Fall festival. What else do they call it? Trunk Trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. That was the last couple years in Washington. They switched over to trunk or treat. (laughs) Like, if you grew up churchy, you know what it is. So, like, the first time we ever, like, dressed up for Halloween low-key was was here in in, where we live in L.A. Yes. Did you dress up before? We, no. No. As a kid, we could not go. Yeah. That's why I tweeted the... Oh, the, nobody celebrates Halloween harder than church kids who didn't get a chance to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we always got Bible characters. Which are whack. Nobody wants to be David. No. You I always wear the coat of many colors. Rod. Oh, my God. Or if the your Holy mama Ghost. was my mama, you were always the Holy Ghost because that was just a sheet that she oh put over gosh. you and poked holes through just at the ice. Torture. I used to go pre-trick-or-treating before Hallelujah Night. With no costume. And people would be like, where's your stuff? And I'd be like, we can't. Halloween is for the devil. <laughs> My mom was so bad. When we lived in in uh, Hawaii, she would, you remember those, you know, those small military, no, they're not even military Bibles. They're like the Bibles you used to get in like hotel the rooms. Proverbs. The really small mm-hmm. one. She used to give those out. <laughs> yes, the little pocket Bibles. That's what my mom used That's to give out. For, instead of candy or Instead of candy. To, instead of candy. Your if mom you really not, handed a Bible yes, to a child who yes, was looking for a Mr. Good Bar? Absolutely. Oh, you're, you guys were the wackest the house worst. on the block. And she probably got it from like the chapel. Like she probably stole them from. The, I need to call her. Where would you even get those from? You Where do you buy those Bibles from? That? I would rather you just not answer the door. I agree. Than to give me a. I don't. That. Really, you're putting Jesus in a negative. If that's you, no, no. Also, if that's your first interaction with the Lord, it's a negative interaction. Yes, because you were tricked. No, we wanted candy. No, here's a trick. The devil's a trick of the enemy. Exactly. And the treat is heaven. Read this Songs and Proverbs little pamphlet, and I know you wanted a Kit Kat bar. Yes. But you're gonna be in the Kit Kat in hell. Correct. Why would your mom do that? Because she was so saved. Lord have mercy. Please call her. I'm going to call her right now and be like, why did you do that to the doggone kids, Mary? And then you grew up to listen to T.I. Oh, and be loving. You can have whatever you like. Sound like the devil to me. Sound like the devil told Jesus. I was talking about God's in abundance. Somebody make it make sense. She gave out Bibles. She gave out little Bibles. Them little. Yeah, call her. I'm calling her. She better answer me. She probably will. 
She'll ask me before she answered Melissa. That's not true. I'm her favorite son-in-law. Greg ain't got can't hold a candle to me. She's gonna be like, no, I didn't. And then call my sister. How would your mom give out full, full Your size? phone's not working. Yeah. Call her. Call her now. Suri. Right, there it goes. Hey, Kevin, what's up? Hey, mom, you're live on the podcast. What? You're live on the podcast. Right now? Right now. I need to ask you a question. Okay. Did you really give... In Hawaii. <laughs> in Hawaii, did you really give them kids little pocket-sized Bibles on Halloween? Out for... Instead of candy. Halloween? Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't really... <laughs> but the kids say... That I did stuff that I don't remember doing. So if I gave out little Bibles on Halloween, it's not it's not past me, I promise you. I can totally see you giving up. Ma, why you didn't give them kids some candy? Don't nobody want to breed about Jesus on the devil's night? The devil has no night. Yeah, you better tell her about it. That's evangelist Marshall. Mom, I need you to have Halloween at your house and 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 atone a for that for the kids of today. <laughs> and then what I would do if I was you, I would call the other two sisters and make sure because they say I do stuff. Get a consensus because I don't remember doing it. That you did. Oh, you absolutely did. You, you absolutely you did. did. But I love you though. It does sound like you're. You probably everybody will agree with that you did it. We all agree. But we love you for that. And I love y'all too. All right. All right. The Lord is really happy that I did that. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> My family didn't do that. Ooh! We was we was always gone by dark. Were ya? Oh, because we remember we are we are churchy set up the church people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. So we was we was the only thing worse than having to go to Hallelujah yeah, night that's true. is it's having to pre decorate and then tear down. Yeah, that's true. Ain't no Hallelujah. Yes. This was man. We re- and see when our kids were um, small, the church was a little more relaxed. And because we, you couldn't wear anything but biblical costumes. Yeah, you could wear. Uh, our kids could wear superhero superheroes. Costumes. Just Anybody not like Marvel. devilish. Yeah, no devil, no monsters. Yeah, Iron Man was safe. Iron Man was safe. They used to really say the only ghost we allow is the Holy Ghost, and I'd be like, No, legit, we couldn't do. There wasn't much options. Come on, son. Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party because a Holy Ghost party does that. <laughs> My mom Ain't still no, does she that. She sure do. That is. Anyway. Ah, it hurts. Okay, wait, let's finish off on this before we break. So then Kevin and I are invited to our very first celebrity Halloween party. Okay, so let me explain what happened. I get the first invite. of all, I was excited to the mud to be excited to be invited. I was. And yeah. they sent a the little text and was like, if you didn't RSVP, don't show up because you'll be embarrassed. I was like, they're gonna be real celebrities. And I was like, eh! Are we going to have to sign an NDA like they going to be doing cocaine? <laughs> they didn't. But I did think that. There was no, did you? Yes. I was thoroughly convinced. I was like, oh, this going to be like. What would you like, do if you saw somebody do cocaine? I would be like. <laughs> That's why you can't go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't take listen to this <laughs> stuff. You can't take I listen to this stuff. I would have been like. Also, Lissa had our company party. She had a sit-down dinner on Halloween. I, I said, Lissa, why are we sitting down? It's good. And she was like, let's dance. I'm like, don't nobody want to dance after <laughs> they done had salmon. We had salmon and mashed potatoes at a Halloween party. What are you supposed to do? You, that party is light food. Oh, then should I change it for, for, for Christmas? Christmas? Please don't. Drinks. Past hors d'oeuvres, light okay. food. You cannot stop and sit down and eat salmon. Okay, hold on. I got to And then get it. up and do the wobble. We have to change the menu for Christmas. <laughs> Had people at a Halloween party in costumes. <laughs> yeah, the salmon's right here. I didn't know. It's my first time. I don't know these things. So anyway, the invite said boom. Now, the, in, in their defense, the invite says. Yes. It was boomerang. But I was so excited that I shared with Liz. I didn't really read it. I knew. I You did? Yes. Remember, I was looking for boomerang-themed 
costume parties. Oh, that's right. You couldn't find any. I couldn't. This is the thing. We, I feel like maybe we was like, you know who we should invite? And it was like a week before the party. That's what I feel like. Because we didn't know about it weeks and weeks in advance. We knew about it like last minute. And so I was like, okay, we need to figure this out. You know, we had a lot going on. My parents, my dad and his wife were in town. We were running them around. So I didn't have a lot of time to put this stuff together. And we had two Halloween uh, parties. We had our party and then the next day or two days later basically two day, yeah so we had to order the i feel like you ordered both costumes on the same I day i ordered both costumes on amazon because i was like oh i'm gonna figure it out we can figure it out and then i was like no i cannot figure it out because i had all these dreams i got my hair like this because i was like oh i could be like holly berry but no. in her defense boomerang is not a movie that you can type in boomerang costumes no. and they'll come like no you have to everybody at that party who did boomerang had to make their costumes correct and with the week we had i it was our one week off. I shot every day. Melissa was shooting. We were entertaining. There was no time to go. Yes. We were talking to uh, one of our friends who was there. We were like, where'd you get your costume? He's like, man, I had to go to like three thrift stores. Yes. To we, put don't, this we don't have the time for that. So anyway, we're like, okay, we'll just pull up in this coming to America stuff. In my mind, surely, surely. someone else will have not followed the thing. Every, every person. single person. Every person. In the party, every followed the person. theme. Every, every person, person who talked to us was like, "Wrong movie." What wrong movie? What movie? That's, what movie are you guys from? What is that's the wrong movie? So by the end, Melissa and I are just like you could see the quizzical look on people's face. Yes. We're like, we, it was a whole thing. We're, we're in the and wrong movie. We were trying to stay in the Eddie Murphy vein, but we were. This is we the should, other even thing. Even if we went Harlem Nights, it would have made more sense. Yeah, than that's Boomerang. what I was going to say. The thing is, the commitment that we had to come into America oh gosh. is the antithesis <laughs> to what Boomerang we is. We stood out so much. I had the the lion thing. Melissa had the pink dress. Luckily, everybody loved our costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this party had amazing food, stand up food. They had um, they did. They had these amazing chicken sandwiches. And the only thing better I had to eat that week was our dinner from Green Chef. Come on, sir. Green Chef is a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle from keto, paleo, plant-powered diet, or even if you just want to have a delicious, balanced dish. As we were just talking, we did not have the time, y'all, to be going to store to store to store trying to put this costume together. And the same is true oftentimes of grocery shopping. We just simply do not have the time to be going up and down aisles trying to figure out what to make for dinner and then go out and purchase it. We just simply do not have the time because we're very busy. We couldn't get our costume together, and oftentimes we ain't got no food in the house because I ain't got time for that either. But Green Chef can help you save time by uh, their offerings that fit perfectly with your diet or lifestyle, which means you don't have to sacrifice your time in favor of things that are bad for you. For for example, you know, fast food restaurants, you can have something that can fit into your lifestyle and your diet, and they are delicious. Uh, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wide array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands, and now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Um, our current favorite, what's our current favorite recipe, Kev? Right now, I really like the spicy kimchi beef patties. I don't know if y'all know this about me. I love kimchi. Melissa grew up with a Korean friend that had kimchi with a separate refrigerator, she which did. means you are really making it official. And listen, the spicy kimchi, beef patties, the steak and shrimp and creamy chive sauce, and the Parmesan crusted chicken. One, two, three into the foe. Them is amazing meals. Fresh, delicious, little to no work on your end. All you got to do is read and follow and eat. Go to greenchef.com slash lovehour125. Love that's 125. And use code lovehour125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Again, go to greenchef.com slash lovehour125 and use code lovehour125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. Uh, go Get your green chef. They're the number one meal kit for eating well. Listen, this episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code Phil taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one 
it finds in your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Listen, I, I save money on all my Christmas gifts. Yes, my Christmas gifts are already purchased. I don't like to wait. I don't like to run, you know, rough and tumble into people or things like that. I've got clothes for my wife. I've got gadgets and gizmos for the kids. Sometimes I get pizza for myself and I save on all of it. Imagine you're shopping online on one of your favorite sites, but when you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as the Honey as Honey searches for coupons, it can't find for the it can find for the site. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash love. Love. That's joinhoney.com slash love. Love. And now back to the show. Thank you for doing that. Um, okay, so with that, yeah, we looked absolutely ridiculous. But um, it was cool. It was a very cool party. We had a good time. We met some people. Yeah, met some people for sure. And um, no one was doing cocaine, so... No cocaine was no cocaine was done at least visibly to us. No, I don't. There were any cocaine. Those people were good people, not the cocaine head peoples. <laughs> also, for next year Halloween party, it's got to be amazing. We have to top. It was also an industry party, which is more like, hey man, yeah, 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 network, yeah. network, what's up? Yeah, project, project. As our party was more, oh my gosh, you came dressed as Prince. Yeah, yeah, it was Let's very cool. Eat uh, and then we will dance, yeah. and then we will go to bed early. Our party also started at 5 and ended at 9 because we wanted to get into the bed. I'd be tired. That party that we went to started, started at, at 10, 10, and we knew it was like 10, don't you dare come at 10. Yeah. So we got there at 11, and when we left around 1, people were still joining. Yeah. And I was just like, Folks you are me. coming to an event. We had the longest day that day. We really did. Joe had a soccer game at 8 o'clock that day. We had to take them there. That took three hours. They they uh, finished around 11, dropped Melissa's dad off, got home, took a nap. Kids came over, went trick-or-treating. Actually, mm. Melissa cooked a whole oh, meal, fried some chicken, made it baked was, beans, made macaroni. She made a pound, pound cake. cake. It was amazing. Monty was going nuts. And then after they left, because Halloween was on a school night. Yeah. Then well, Sunday. Our, yeah. Our kids, uh, Mel and them left, Danny and them left. Her dad left. Our kids got went to bed or getting ready for school, yeah. and then we went out. Yeah, I'd never been. My feet were hot from being so tired. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was our first experience. Really cool. Um, I had a good time. Hopefully, we'll be invited back next year, and we promise to follow directions. Um, all right. So transitioning the last thirty minutes or so, this is perfect timing to why y'all hate Jada Pinkett Smith so much. Ah! I do not understand. So I to be honest, had only seen the headlines. So this is very specifically talking about the Red Table Talk that she did with her, her mama, uh, Willow was on Zoom, and Gwyneth Paltrow, which was essentially promoting Gwyneth Paltrow's new show. I think she's either like producing or executive producing probably on Netflix called Sex and Goop or something. Sex, Love, and Goop. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Is that the same article I sent you? Yes. Goop is her company. Oh, so it makes sense. They sell sense. the vagina-scented the vagina candle. Oh, got it. Okay, so, yeah, Sex, Love, and Goop, and it is, I don't know if she's like an executive producer or if she's just part of the cast. I'm not quite sure what her exact involvement is, but Gwyneth Paltrow is involved. So it seemed to me that this was more like a promo for that show, for the show that's on Netflix. Uh, I haven't watched the show, so I have no input on that. So Yeah, I just heard about it yet. I think I sent you the article today. Or yeah, 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 today? today. Okay. So, or maybe last night, actually. Okay. So, regardless, I had only seen the headlines on, like, the social media blogs that were like, what did they say? Every blog was Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't want to have sex with her husband or doesn't enjoy sex with Will. Yes. Why Jada doesn't enjoy sex with Will was, it was some variation of that, of that which I saw after I had watched the clip. 
Uh, and I was like, what? Where did y'all get? I, I, hadn't knew, I thought watched, there was another clip oh, because I, it was so different than what I had saw. I hadn't watched the clip. I saw the headlines. And then I saw Jada respond like, y'all, that's not even what was said. Like, y'all should watch the oh, whole thing. That. Yes, that's all I saw. So I watched it this morning. It's only like 30 minutes. And I have to say, if you are forming an opinion about Jada and her relationship with Will, specifically what I saw was like a lot of like disrespect that Jada has toward Will. Um, if it's based on some other things, that's your business. But if you're using this specifically as evidence and you haven't watched the Red Table Talk, I would highly recommend that you do. The reason why I watched the 30 minutes, first of all, it's one of the more even kill boring episodes of Red right. Table Talk. And the clip that she's talking about is actually a worthy discussion, and I didn't find it to be offensive to Will. I didn't either. Tell him what she said for real, So Liz. essentially the conversation is talking about the journey of sexuality, sex, in a marriage for... Gwyneth, she was like, I've, this is some of the best sex I've had in my life because she's only been married for, I think, like three years. Um, Adrian, her mama, was talking about, I'm also having a real good time. She's been married for five years. Jada's like, me and Will been married for 20-some years. We started in this journey at 23 years old. And it's hard because... We're 23 years in, basically. And it's a lot easier to have fun and games when you're new, you're young, you're this, you're that. And when you're older and olderly married, it's a little bit more difficult. And you expect for your spouse to know you and you shouldn't have to say and do. And, like, if you love me, you should know what I want. I didn't see the problem. <laughs> I truly did not. I actually thought it was a worthy conversation. Well, I think that's because you are... Of the couples on the table, you are more closely aligned in a mm -hmm. in uh, not age in uh years yeah, yeah, yeah. with Will and Jada than uh Gwyneth and and Gammy. Yeah, I I found it to be. Listen, I actually think that the headline not only was it taken out of context, like they literally well, even, just even nearly remotely what she said at all. At all, okay. She didn't never say I don't enjoy sex with she Will. Never said. Listen, unless they clipped it versus what I saw, it, she never says she doesn't enjoy sex. Like, it, the conversation wasn't even about that. Yeah. It literally was about, and even when she was talking about it's hard, to me, I took it as, um, again, how long they've been married. You know, just a lot of the factors that go into, like, keeping a healthy, spicy sex life after being in your, what, their 50s? They're in their 50s uh, or just turned 50? He's 53, I believe. And I think, I think she just turned 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and being married for 20 some odd years, that I felt like that's what she was saying was hard. Yeah. Not that she, that's, also, I low-key think Jada might be kind of freaky and like into a lot of things. And so that also might be like, yeah. you know, I don't know where he stands. I don't know that part of the business, obviously. I should have asked him when I talked to him. You Can you next time? I'm going to ask him. Next time I bump into him, I'm going to say something. Okay, I just feel also, somebody like on Patreon. I'm sorry. What? Go ahead. Uh, somebody on our Patreon is saying you should know is a problematic mindset. Just saying, but I don't hate Jada. That's what she was saying. That's exactly she was what she saying. Said. I, it was basically what she was saying is it's it's wrong for me to think that uh, that my husband, my partner, should know. Absolutely. And I'm basically setting us up for failure. Absolutely. By operating like that. And Melissa and I were talking about this uh, earlier. I, there's a lot of relationships where people feel like you should just know. Absolutely. And I think that to me, I mean, we can get into that as well. I kind of want to make that kind of the crux of the argument, but, um, or I'm sorry, the conversation. But to me, that was the meat of the red table <laughs> talk was the idea of women very specifically finding their voice in the bedroom and being, cause even Gammy was talking about, you know, she's dealt with a lot of sexual shame and that kind of thing. Oh, really? Yes. And so she was saying that it's really hard for her to express herself because of that shame that she carries. So they really were talking about women finding their voice and using their words and da da da. It's I, something I struggle with and identify with. And I think the idea that the conversation was simply that of, 
having sex with Wills, whatever the headlines were, chat, it was such a mischaracterization of the conversation and what she was yeah. saying that I think it was just a way to exploit people's really their hateful. Well, the thing is, the clips weren't from their people. The clips were from yeah, other, yeah. other sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like there's definitely all the jokes and stuff were like, uh, I bet Will's sick of it, Tupac, this and that. And I'm like, and, and I even saw people like, why are they even talking about that on there uh, uh, publicly? And I'm like, that part of their brand a- as a, after the Red Table Talk is having these open and honest dialogues. It is, true. To me, the show, and this is what I said about the whole entanglement, entanglement thing, it's hard to have credibility in the sense of you want guests to come out here and spill their whole harsh truths and life's lessons and saddest journeys, and you're not willing to share as well. Like, it's... I, I don't think you would have guests be willing to do so if you weren't. So yeah. it's part of the necessity of having a show like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think uh, in order for it to be credible and you to seem open, you have to share when it's part of your life as well. Um, I think it's a, another lesson in people don't read the article and they don't watch the video. Yeah. Oh. They just read the headline. People very rarely go and actually double check and make sure it makes sense. We just go with it, and then you have a whole narrative, and you end up having to correct the narrative. This actually happened un- unrelated to Will and Jada with Snow Allegra and Sade. People would say Sh- Snow Allegra is the new Sade. Uh-huh. And if she didn't come out and say, no, I'm not. Oh, that's true. I'm just, they assume it's a cosign. If you're not saying nothing, you would assume it's a cosign. So a couple of times, she's had to go out and be like, Sade's still alive. She's a legend. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. She's a legendary. I'm just doing my thing. But sometimes if you don't stop the it's internet true. from going and you don't say something, they'll be like, well, this is true. Whether That's it's true. true or not, it's unrelated. If you don't tell us it ain't true, then it then it is true. And that's to me one of the negative one of the more negative parts about being uh, about the internet. Yeah, I, I think the world and listen, I'm not even coming off on like a high horse here. I want to make make that clear because to not say that I've been guilty of reading the headline and thinking that you have the whole is absolutely the worst part of social media. Yeah. And I have fallen victim to that. And I mean, victim, because I have, I could read the whole thing. Yeah, I've never I done don't. that. I always read the whole thing. You remember? always do, huh? That's not true. And also, in addition to that, a lot of times we take in a video or a picture with how the person who posted it framed it. Oh, 100%. If, you, if they framed it as something negative, Woo. you you your first intake is negative. It's something positive. And that's interesting because I go and cycle through all social medias. Mm-hmm. Something can go viral, be going viral on Instagram in a positive way and viral on Twitter in a negative way. Be the same thing. Like the Black Dads. What uh, Black Dads? Last week, that clip of Black Dads, uh, the school had had like 25 fights in or 25 kids suspended for fighting in two weeks uh-huh. and the dad's on duty. They came and patrolled the hallways. Okay. Did you see that in Kentucky? No. Okay. Uh, on every other social media site, except Twitter, it was being praised. Black dads are active. Black dads are this mm-hmm. on Twitter. A whole nother community was like, this is the prison and school pipeline. The black dads are functioning just like the prison guards. Oh, wow. This is the carceral state. Y'all are praising oh, wow. basically pre-prison. And I was just like, huh? Luckily, I had seen it, you know, separately. Sure. But if you subscribe to that ideology, then you might believe, yeah, this is wrong when most people are thinking it's right. I I do think that that I mean, it's the fact of the matter is um, we are less independent thinkers than we think. Um, and I say we, myself included. And so a lot of times, and actually, if I'm being completely honest, um, in some ways, I've tested this theory on love on stage, where, as an example, Walter, where he was framed and received one way uh, by the audience. And as we got to know him, I had to be very intentional about making sure the audience gave him a chance and yeah. an opportunity. And so that comes through, hey, when we're talking about him, let's make sure we're talking about him in a positive light. Let's make sure that we are um, highlighting a lot of his attributes and things that are good about him. And as a host, I have to own that responsibility because I don't want, if I invite 
invite you on to my platform, I find it a huge responsibility to ensure that I protect you from the negative as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, if you go show up and be a jerk and a butt white, well, then ain't nothing I can do. Um, but as much as I can uh, protect you from the, the negativity that sometimes exists in social media. And I, because yeah. I take that so seriously, I will take the lead in how you're framed to ensure that you're given a fair chance. Yeah. Um, because if you don't, People will run rampant, but what you don't realize is that people do, you can sway people one way or the other based on how you present people um, to the public. You know what's interesting about that? When when uh, we hired Angel on the podcast, mm-hmm. there's still, still some fans who from all death. When I brought her on, I was like, this isn't a testing ground. Yeah. Angel is the co-host. Yes. It doesn't matter if you like her or don't. She is the co-host. And I noticed, I mean... Pretty much everybody liked her anyway, and especially the majority of the audience who's black women. But other people were like, well, dang, I mean. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's not going to change. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm going to test Angel out and see how y'all feel about it. Yeah. Then people feel like, oh, if I say this, then maybe he'll get rid of her. And it is all how you how you set up and frame things is usually how people take that. I know from being a YouTube creator, too, when you upload a video, right, and uh, what I would say is, if the top one of the top comments at the beginning took it negatively, that got up liked. Absolutely. The comments that follow always negative, right? And, and if you delete that comment, it gives and a, people and a positive comment replaces it, or just a neutral, then people more feel like yes. they can say what they want. And you know, I think it's part of human nature wanting to be liked. Yeah, we tend to want to agree with the norm. I think as people, we're very tribal. Yeah. Um, and I think with that tribe mentality, uh. It, it sometimes can be limiting in our independent thinking. Yeah. And so, again, if you see that negative comment, you tend to, it frames your mind. And we're all susceptible to it. Yeah. We're all susceptible Josh, to it. Josh, he, he listens to it, music and music people say music this. And he's like, I often, this. I often find it, we got to do this ad, but okay. I often find it to be the case, especially because I'm not on Twitter a lot. Um, if, Kevin or whoever they're coming at me with something that's kind of happening and they'll be like well on Twitter they're saying this that and the third and I'll be like well that doesn't make sense to me or that's not how I think and then I even we've had conversations can be like you know what you're right mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it that way and it's partly because you can be inundated with whatever you're presented with that you it, you find it hard to look at it from a different angle yeah yeah. Um, which is always a good idea to not only look at things from a different angle, but also to get second opinions. And that's why Policy Genius is really great because it makes it really easy to compare quotes, thus getting a second opinion yeah. or other options um, to get over a dozen top insurers all in one place. And it's really important to do that because it could be saving you money. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Policy Genius. You can save or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. It's really, really simple. You go into the app. Kevin and I have done that. Go into the app. You put in a few things that are personal about you, some things that you're looking for, some help. You answer a health questionnaire, and voila, it says, hey, these are your options. These are the prices across these options. What do you want to do? You can choose. You can compare whatever you need to do. And the great thing about it is that it is easy. You're going to go over to policygenius.com, and in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, apply the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for you for free. Policy Genius does not add on any extra fees. So they do the work and then don't charge you for it. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policygenius.com. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. With that said, with all the pol- the policy genius, with that said, with all the Jada Pickett Smith stuff, one of the things that I actually thought was really, really important in the co- in the podcast episode or the table talk episode was this idea of knowing your body. Yeah. They were talking about how we go into relationships. This is men or women, both, but obviously Red Table Talk is a kind of a women-centered show. But they were talking about, as women, uh, one of the ladies brought out a vulva puppet. We've had vulva puppets on here. Yeah. Veronica. I'm a coochie. Won't you go on and eat me? Lick me on the outside and lick me in. Or you try to put your penis in. 
Uh, one of the favorite moments here. Uh, and they were talking to, they pulled it out and they were like, did you know all of this was up under? Like, do you know where your clitoris is? Do you know all of the, I mean, we've thankfully we've had these discussions on this yeah. very podcast that was enlightening. Well, Toro Hood. I didn't know about that. Yes. An educational experience for myself and for Kevin, but how many of us are out there not knowing anything and we're going into these relationships, marriage or otherwise, expecting your spouse or your partner to know your body better than you and we're not opening our mouth to use a Shamira quote and giving instruction or understanding what we're learning the other thing that was really interesting about this podcast or the episode was they had this lady on and she was talking about the five ways in which people are turned on Mm. did you see this is butt stuff one no she was talking about you can be excited by turned on by like uh anticipation by wait Yeah, basically, like people that are um, the basically the weight, the anticipation of what's to come can be a turn on. For some people, it's the closeness, like for the weight, it's the separation. For some people, it's the closeness, like touch me, be on me, da da da. That's a turn on. For some people, it is. uh, I want to say she said like stimulation. Child, hold on, let me look it up. It was like energetic, energetic turn-ons. Yeah. Okay, here we are. Yes, it was called The Blueprint. It was The Erotic Blueprint. Nice. And there are five of them. Okay. Yep, okay, these are it. All right. The Energetic Turn-On Space. The longing, eye gazing, uh, light or hovering touch. So like doing stuff like this. They feel more. I'm doing it. They feel more with less touch, more space. See what I'm saying? They can experience orgasms without touch. What? How do you do? You like, hey, you girl. Because it's anticipation. (sighs) (sighs) You're so annoying. (sighs) So clearly that's not yours. (sighs) I'm almost there. Honk, honk. Get off. The sensual pleasure in all of the Time senses. Let's go back to that one. I want, I want to see if I'm space boy. You just be like, no, don't do it. Be almost there. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that. Mm-hmm. It can be eye gaze. Look at it. Or look at me. Which one? Why are you annoying? Oh, let's do both of them. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. I don't want to yuck your yum or your lack thereof. Air hump me. Who? You're almost tearing that up. You're, You're almost, almost tearing that up. Why would you say almost? <laughs> uh, so that's the energetic one. Sensual <sighs> pleasure in all of the senses. Music, beautiful surroundings, luxury, textures, essential oils, water, delicious food. I like essential. Flowers, dancing, delicious romance. Food. Yes, because it's sensual. It's stimulating all five of your senses. So touch, smell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they have full body orgasms. Orgasms more gorgeous. Full body? Yes. What Beca- that means? Because they're experiencing everything. Actually, uh, Goody Howard always talks about this, that you should be experiencing sex through all five of your senses. Through your eye, like sight, your sound. Your <laughs> Y'all are so annoying. Oh, man. I'm nothing in my toes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, my toe. I like the smell of the coochie. Ooh. So you're not this one either? I don't I don't I feel like my orgasms are located to where the No, it's of. not orgasms, it's your turn ons. I like smell. Boy, sexual. This is more of the traditional view of sex. Go. Naked bodies, penetration, Here we porn, go. genitals. Naked bodies, penetration, Frequency baby. of sex. Licking and sticking. Super fun and easy to please. Usually orgasms easily. Generally very little shame. Sex is fun. Everyone should have it all the time. That's your superpower if That's this me. is your turn on. Which one is that? Sexual. That's Kevin. Okay, the next one is kinky. This is turn on by naughtiness, taboo, the forbidden, playfulness, and exploring. Butt stuff. Uh, superpowers, very creative, <laughs> endless ways to play, can experience tremendous healing and transformation through positive kinky experiences and the kinky community. Kinky community? Yes. What's that? Like, you know, when I listened to that podcast and the, her people were into, like, liquid play. Oh, piss. 
Yeah, what was the other one too? Scat play. Thank you. Like the kind of, you get excited and turned on by the idea that this is forbidden and like we shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to tell you with church kids, the idea of sex is forbidden. Normal becomes kinky when you feel like you ain't supposed to be doing nothing. Yeah. Was that a titty? You can't say that. We're supposed to say garden. That might be yours, Kev, a little bit. Kinky or shapeshifter? No, I don't do kinky. Get off my toes and get it out your butt. <laughs> now my big toes smell like stink. <laughs> get it out of there. Uh-uh. You're I'm so not kinky. Stupid. I, I have sex with a briefcase next to me. <laughs> I want to have this lady on. I want her to discuss this. Nah, she looked like she'd be in the kinky stuff. Yeah, but she was on Red Tabletop. Price went up. Oh, yesterday's price. It ain't today's price, Chad. I should have found her before. Uh, and the last one is Shape Shifter, Turn Ons, Variety, Adventure, all of the other blueprints. So you're all of them. Lots of sensation at once, shifting among the different blueprints, discovery, novelty, excitement, and more. Can experience pleasure and orgasm in many different ways. Can, can please partners of any blueprint because they know and can feel them all. I'm going to do an air sex on you. Let's see if we try those out. So you don't think you're energetic? You. You're not the space where space is the longing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Which one is yours, Kev? The traditional penis and vagina. The sexual one. Tongue and vagina. The naked bodies penetration. Oh, naked body is the best. I'm I'm uh blue blooded American. What's that called? Tax plane red blooded American? Blue collar. Like me a shower and perfume. You ain't gonna air air jack me off. You gonna have to put your hand on that thing. My meat gonna be like, what is you doing? Get on here. Hey. Joshua, which one is yours? Huh? Which one is yours? Joshua's a virgin. Are you oh sorry. <laughs> Oh, did I just out? Yeah, I didn't mean to. Joshua has never seen a naked butt in his life. Energetic. That's space. Longing. You can experience orgasms without touch. I don't, that's, it's how you deep can, connection and intimacy. Is that altered like state? Sex? It's intuition. It might be. I may be Tantra. I want to do that as one of. So we're doing. We, we have go weekly do tantra sex. We, I mean, tantric yoga. We, I'm gonna smash you in the car. We are that. doing the weekly date nights, and we normally <laughs> just go out to eat. And I was telling Kev because we're I'm gonna such, go out to eat after that. I'm such a like experienced person that I'm like I don't want date nights to always be that. I want to go like salsa dancing. I want to do the tantric yoga. Like I want to do. I want to do all that stuff too. That tantric yoga looked tough though. You I need to find right. a person. They be right. They, they be right here on. I know how you don't be like, because you're right there. That I but, feel like that close. But if you're the energetic, that type of like, it makes you. It's lo- It's very Fifty Shades of Gray. But you can go from that to orgasm. I thought that's just like a primer. No, but isn't tantric yoga, I don't know enough, so excuse our ignorance right now, but isn't it about the longing and building the anticipation? But is the point after to then have regular sex? Yeah, you can, you but I be? also, th- I already did this, but it, but can't you also, Laura's texting us, but can't you also, aren't there people that can experience yo- yoga, that can experience orgasm through that anticipation because that's the turn on? Why are you annoying? I'm tantric, sitting here looking like a Buddha. I'm tantric coochie. It's tantric coochie eating. You're dumb, dumb. You are a dumb, dumb. I like this. Why is your tongue? <laughs> Why are you a dumb, dumb? <laughs> for, I do want to try that though. Thank you. I'm Some people say I, I love the it. anticipation. Okay, so that's it. Yeah. And then the sensual is. Sensual is the massage before, but you know at the end of this no, massage because, you ain't gonna no, no because no you also it's a full body experience. It's not. It's the person that loves the like lingerie and smelling that. good and like that. make the atmosphere pretty and like. I want to do all that stuff, but at the end. But does that help turn you on? You're not none of these. You're just sex. That's what you just told me. Yeah, I get frustrated. I feel like low key, I can be all of these. I'm gonna try it on you, Liz. 
Next time, I'm going to put, put you on naked, and I'm just going to be like, above you. You're so annoying. You're so annoying. I'm going to be right down next, and I'm going to be like, this could be being lit, but no, I'm just going to be here. Someone said I'd be so it? frustrated. You're probably not then. Can you If feel the anticipation it? is frustration versus, like, Can fun and, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anticipation. I'm anticipation, open to all this I, stuff. I but like anticipation. Like, it's still not touchless, though. Yeah, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why are you? I, enjoy, I think I, I enjoy the, the anticipation. I need the buildup. That's the idea of the preheating. Yeah. I do buildups. I'm what gonna are build you, you guys? Up. I'm going to build you up from now on. I'm not going to touch you. Well, someone said I'm frustrated with not having a husband to find out. <laughs> I'm lifting you up in prayers. <laughs> I love it. Okay, that was it, you guys. Please don't hate Jada Pinkett Smith. If you've used the headlines from the blogs on social media to hate her, please go watch the episode first. Even if you had, you know, the other stuff, if that's what you stand on, child, you, you got stuff. some evidence. But don't use this one to add into the evidence pile because I don't really think it's going to help your case as much as you think. So go and watch the episode. But also, I think it is worthy to find out what your um, erotic blueprint is. There are five of them, and I need to have someone on the podcast to talk about that it. been a whole episode. On the five erotic mm-hmm. blueprints? Get that lady. Okay, I need to find her. Yeah, but she came to L.A. Maybe she lives here because, you know, the uh, the Smiths and them live down the street off the one-on-one. Oh, you right. It's the end of the love hour. Let's, we, Alyssa can spring for it. I didn't say she didn't have it. Alyssa got it. I don't. Thank you guys so much for watching today's love hour episode. Until the next one, bye. Bye.